Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club studio. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this next segment, first segment of the second hour, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether it's auto, life, home, or renters. That's because he represents over 40 different carriers. can find you the cheapest rate out there. Just give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, we're still hunting Lance down. Should be in here shortly. Got to get old of him, but we can keep it going. But, you know, I like – that's why I'm very interested and very exciting about this college football season coming up and doing this show with you, hard and you being as connected you are with UT and Austin and being down there and, you know, having the connection you do because um, because the respect that I have for you, but it's like at the same time – I just know that I've got to keep the UT faithful and keep all y'all honest because I did grow up in this region. I, like I said, I've got people that's graduated from UT too. Um, They've never got none of my money. Don't have no kids sent to UT or whatever, but (laughs) I, I just, cause, and also what that has to do with is the standard that I have for UT, not even being a burnt orange bleed UT guy. And my thing is like, I don't want to water down. I understand what that, what that, I, that Bevo logo, I understand what that means. That moves units, okay? That moves yeah. units, regardless who's the coach, regardless what. And not only that, I also said that it's still probably the second most coveted, best football, NFL, or college job out there, okay? That's not what Calvin's talking about. What I'm talking about is when we're talking about a new generation of kids that are coming out and all they see, because when we talk about there's parity problems in the college football, they're talking about like three schools. They're talking about Clemson. They're talking about Alabama and probably maybe LSU or somebody that's been consistent when there's a parity problem. When you know like, well, damn, dude, it's going to be them up there. And OU has represented Big 12. My standard for Texas is when they, when when the product on the field meets the brand and when guys up north in Ohio State or guys up there look like, man, we get Texas this year non-conference, let's go get them. Now it's like everybody and their mom knows the program's been down. Like it's it's from the kids, from the kids' standpoint. And it's not, and like I said, I started this with the wrong terminology. It's not about do they get up for them compared to they get up. Your coach and where you're motivated is who you get up to play regardless. And Texas still has their brand, like, hey, that is UT. But I'm talking about when you walk away and you want to hoop it up in the locker room and the coach is dancing, that's when you go get Clemson and break a 30-game regular uh, win streak. In Death Valley, when you go ahead and, and upset when a Johnny Manziel strolls through Tuscaloosa and Bear Denny Bryant Stadium and, and beats Nick Saban, those are those wins that I don't know if you get in that same field from this Texas in the last eight to ten years, unless you are in that Big 12 and you're Texas Tech. Oh, man, we beat they. That's little brother. Baylor's little brother. Kansas' little brother. That we have, because sometimes I feel in the football region, we live in our own world down here in a five to three to 500 mile radius. 
because of the money, because of the diehards, the Texas, from whether you're A&M. And sometimes I feel, and the numbers are showing that, with kids leaving out of this state or whatever, sometimes I feel we lose sight that the rest of the country don't really look at us that way as much as prestige in the state of Texas and football as most would think. The kids, the kids that matter. Not the old school coaches, not that. I'm talking about the kids we're recruiting to go play. Jonas? Just with the whole Texas, you, there's there's still the chance that the opportunity every year that they're going to come back, right? That they're going <laughs> to be, and so it, so from the outside, it's it's the opportunity to keep them down. The win before because you don't know what they're how they're going to progress throughout the season. So non-conference, I think it is still big. It's Bama between the Bear Bryant years and the, and the Nick Saban years, right? It, it's between those dynasties where you it's still the big program, it's still the big brand. And you're saying, and when they're putting together their hype videos, they're looking at the history. They don't care about who who's on the team right now. It's the opportunity to beat Texas. It's the opportunity to beat Bama. It's Clemson in its down years. The opportunity to beat Clemson. Outside of this, it still moves, like you said, it, it moves, it moves money and everything like that. But Let me from ask a, you. From a brand did did Alabama have Celine years? Didn't they go through that? Well, before I got there, excited? oh yeah, of course. They, well, that's because right. Alabama State of Football. You're there to go. Let, okay, let me. We, we can end it with this because uh, I think we've got. Uh, let me ask you this, hard before we bring Lance in real quick, because before I'll forget it. If Texas, if 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 Louisiana upsets Texas this week or beats them, Problem. is that is is that leading Sports Center though? Is oh, that for lead, sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's, let's get Lance and talk okay. about it. Let's ask him. All right. Right now, we're going to be joined by Lance Taylor. He's an SEC insider and co-host of the next round. How you doing this afternoon, Lance? I am good, fellas. I appreciate you uh, letting me jump on. And unless Alabama was to lose to Miami, yes, that is leading sports center. I mean, okay. it would be deja vu of Tom Herman all over again. We're talking about the Broyles winner and Sarkeesian getting his third shot at the major job. And Look, Louisiana, obviously a really good team, a top 25 team. Billy Napier's got them dialed in. They won 10 games last year. Um, they're one loss to Coastal Carolina by a possession. They've got 20 returning starters. They've got an experienced quarterback in Levi Lewis. Uh, the defense gives up 22 points per game last year, but there's no excuses with the Texas athletes. They can't lose this game. Hmm. And it's not like Louisiana's sneaking up on you. They're a top 25 team that beat Iowa State a team that played in the Big 12 championship game by double digits last year. So there's zero excuses for Sark to lose this game. I totally agree with you uh, to a certain extent. Last, I'm bringing you in because I, I, I wanted to start with Clemson and, 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 and Georgia <laughs> since I know you're the SEC guy because that's, that's the criminal damn crim. But we got into a little a little debate here, and we wanted you to come in and thought. And the whole – when you tuned in and you heard that, it came from the conversation because I said, look – I'm born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, 70 miles from Austin. I'm 44 years old. I've got friends that's graduated from UT, and I've been in those eras. I used to be very critical to the last years of Mac Brown and his tenured year. But my point is, I know where Texas's brand is at. I still say it's one of the top two football jobs, not just college, football jobs in America. But when we're talking about 18 and 19, 20-year-olds, Okay, it's been a while since Vince Young ran in that end zone against USC. My whole take was like, outside of this 400-mile radius that I'm in right now, do kids get up? Is it the same thing? If they beat Texas where the program's out right now and we're in non-conference week schedule games, is that the same effect and you're going to hoop it up that if you go and upset a Clemson, if you go beat an Alabama, if you beat an LSU, in my opinion to that outside of this radius – I don't know if it's that as big as that yet where the program is. Now, if you're Kansas, 
and your TCU or your Texas Tech and you beat Texas, that's your little brother. So I get that. So that's kind of where the, the question of the debate and your UT guy hard just has some no, major pushback I, on me on I, that. I feel you. I feel you. And okay. not to get off on a major tangent with this, but I would just assume that those 85 scholarship guys that are playing for the Raging Cajuns, every single would have, one of them would have rather have gone to Austin and taken a scholarship with Texas. So they're still Facts. playing with a chip on their shoulder. Right. It's still a power five. It's still a major brand. And they all believe we can go 12-0. and 0, We can represent New Year's Six. And there might be, if some craziness happens, a chance for us to get into a 14 playoff. Hmm. Um, it'll never happen in a million years. But the only way it would happen is beat Texas. Well, real quick before I turn it over to Hard, the one thing I did want to touch base, get your thoughts on, is that game between Clemson and Georgia. I mean, we very rarely get these type of matchups for three or five, uh, you know, matchup early on the season. Um, and Clemson, you know, the thing about this, Georgia, since Kirby's got there, they've had a hell of a run defense. Uh, they play good run defense. Clemson, if you look at them, you know, last year they only gave up 3.1 yards a carry. But the story to this for me um, is JT Daniels with Georgia. Is he going – I mean, he finished the season. He almost threw for 800 yards in the last two games that they played last year. What's your thoughts? Is he ready to take that next step to get up to that next level and be that quarterback that can basically be a Heisman, you know, basically candidate? That's really what I wanted to get your thoughts in coming to this big matchup against Clemson about what your thoughts is on JT Daniels. Yeah, look, I think JT's a really good quarterback, and Harge knows this. I'm a USC guy, so I watched him his entire freshman year, you know, where he actually was playing a little prematurely, leaving high school semester early. And there were ups and downs that year. And then obviously he gets hurt in the first half of uh, the 2019 season, and Keaton Slovis takes over, and the rest is history. And he transfers out, and he goes to Georgia. And I still am a little confused on why he didn't play early last year. People will say because he wasn't medically cleared, but I heard that from some he was medically cleared. But anyway, when he came in, those final four games, albeit wasn't a great against great competition, he was lights out. And now he's had a full offseason to work with offensive coordinator Todd, Todd Munkin. So I expect J.T. Daniels to be even better this year. So he's the real deal. Georgia's finally got their quarterback, and they've got no excuse not to get back and possibly, you know, play for another national championship. Oh, okay. We're talking to SEC insider Lance Taylor, co-host of the next round. LT, you and I go way back. We've had some good times. We've talked a lot of football. We even enjoyed watching Bama win a national championship. My man Calvin is a huge <laughs> Bama fan. He's full geared up today. So I have to ask you about Bama versus Miami. Obviously, breaking in Bryce Young, number one dual-threat quarterback a few years ago. Now the team is his. By the way, he's making a lot of money already. But you think? look at Miami and De'Eric King. I'm still not a big fan of Manny, Man Candy Diaz. Um, I'm trying to figure out what is he going to be like. But what are your thoughts on the Bama game? Large, I agree with you on Manny Diaz. I mean, I saw him in big games last year. They get run off the field against Clemson. They got completely run off the field at home against North Carolina. He's 1-4 against top 25 since he took that program over with 19 returning starters and a quarterback coming back for his sixth year and De'Ara King, a dynamic guy. This is probably the best Miami team we've seen in a long time. Cameron Harris is a really good running back. Um, you know, Will Malloway is a really good wide, or tight end, excuse me, Charleston Rambo, the transfer from Oklahoma, you saw him play in the Big 12. That's a weapon for Miami. But, again, Manny Diaz in big games, I'm just not buying it. Alabama's won 19 straight season opening games. They've dominated all of those games. This number started at 14 and a half. It's been bet out to 19. It's 19 for a reason. 
I know Alabama lost 73 offensive touchdowns to the NFL from last year's team. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be as good as Mac Jones. It's still going to be a lights-out Alabama team. The defense is going to be incredible. Um, I think they could lead the nation in scoring defense this year. I think that's going to be the difference on Saturday. And um, I think Alabama wins another one of these openers going away. Yeah, that's that's what we all expect. Just because of the fact, number one, you and I have talked about Manny Diaz before, but I don't know if those guys are, can get up to what Alabama brings every single week, no matter if Bill O'Brien is the offensive coordinator. Terrible move. But we'll see. He's going through the car wash as well. Yeah, <laughs> I want to ask you. That's been good. People have been critical, you know, but people were critical when Lane Kiffin got brought in as the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. And now Lane Kiffin is known as, for, for some, you know, the, the best play caller right now in college football. Bill O'Brien, I'm not sure. Um, Steve Sarkeesian obviously did a great job winning the Bros Award there last year. But I don't think, with, with this massive talent, I don't think Bill O'Brien could wreck this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. point. Good that's, point. That's, I mean, that's true. Lance, I wanted to ask you about the game tonight. Obviously, Ohio State, uh, 14-point favorite as of right now. And this game may change here in a little bit. But, you know, you sit here and you look at what this team, Ohio State, has been able to do. But then there's P.J. Fleck. He's still rowing the boat and trying to get this team back ready to go. This is another one of those high-profile games, especially in the first week. What are your thoughts on this game? Well, we've yet to see C.J. Stroud throw a pass, but, you know, this was the situation when Justin Fields took over in 19, and I think he went 41 touchdowns, three interceptions. So, in a Ryan Day offense, um, they're going to be good. And you look at the receivers, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. I mean, you've got major weapons there. You know, the only thing I would say, Minnesota, you know, Ibrahim running the football went for 100-plus in all of the games last year, although it was a disappointing season for B.J. Fleck. Let's not forget in 2019, this is a program that won 11 games. And Tanner Morgan's a fourth-year starting quarterback. And when you looked at Ohio State, their Achilles heel last year was their pass defense. They ranked 122nd against the pass last year. There's some inexperience back there. If Minnesota is going to have any success at all, it's going to be over the top. 14 points is about where this number should be. I'd be shocked if Minnesota wins the game. I do think they can keep it interesting going into the second half. But I'm like you guys. I'm fascinated to see C.J. Stroud play. Um, we've yet to see Ryan Day lose a regular season game. I don't think it starts tonight. Uh, I know we're up against it. We're about to get you out of here, Lance. Before I get you out of here, though, because you're t- talking my language, I'll tell you, out of all the numbers I glanced at this weekend on the board, the one that kind of smelled a little bit from a fish market to me was LSU getting three points. And I think this game's at a neutral site against UCLA. Now, UCLA came out with a huge win, but, you know, that was Hawaii. Real quick, what's your thoughts on that? And what did that line, do you know what that line opened up with in that LSU and UCLA? Because LSU was coming off of a season where we looked like they those kids were going to quit on Coach O last year, but they got it together those last couple, you know, games, especially after what happened in Florida when they in the world in Gainesville. But what do you think about that line real quick and what did it open with? Yeah, so LSU actually opened at three and a half. It's dipped down to two and a half, and I think a lot of that is just people that have watched. They watched UCLA dominate Hawaii, mm-hmm. and people are also aware that LSU has been displaced this week. Yeah. I mean, talent-wise, on paper, LSU is a much better team. I'm just not trusting Chip Kelly. You know, he won his first <laughs> non-conference game last week against Hawaii. He had lost six consecutive games. It's a pivotal year. For Ed Orgeron, not for the fact that he could get fired. He's a guy that won a national championship two years ago. But when you go 15-0 and and then turn around and pull a 5-5, and this is a game you can't lose. When you look at the gauntlet, which is the SEC West, you've got to beat UCLA. So I fully expect with that talent, LSU will go on the road 
Max Johnson will have a big game against that UCLA secondary. LSU will find a way to win. Just a quick note before uh, you guys do let me go. Um, the Roadrunners, that's one of my favorite games this week against Illinois. Oh, okay. Texas San Antonio. Just throwing it out there, plus the points. I think they win the game outright. Wow. Nice hot take I there. Nice that, free Lance, play there, man. That too, buddy. I like that uh, All right, Lance. All right, man. Well, I look forward to talking to you again, man, through the course of the season, man. I appreciate you taking time to talk to us this afternoon. Yeah, it will be fun, man. You guys enjoy the games this week, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to ask him about that LSU minus three, um, what he thought about that. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, man, foundation picks. Usually I wait till about third, fourth week of the year before I start getting in, but I think we're going to start this running next week. You know, I knew we were off this week. I'll get full go into the foundations, but I had to ask him about that one. And a little free play, the little UTSA action there. Yeah, man, they're getting Illinois coming in. Off the gate, but yeah, we'll see. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. We'll look at some of these divisions in the NFL. We got some other things to get to as well before we get out of here. You listen to the sports crowd. Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Swear they passed us. They doing too much. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. If you're looking for an alternative to Mexican food, Beto's is your place. Uh, they have all different varieties of different Latin cuisines you can choose from. And also keep in mind, every day they're offering brunch now, seven days this week as well. They're celebrating for serving great food to San Antonio for over 20 years. That is Beto's official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Yeah, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting college football season because um, – just with the with the way I see that this whole topic and started a, you know, debate on social media, people going back and forth. But we can kind of move on for. But before we get into our division picks, I want to, you know, because um, you know Lance had brought them up, uh, gave a nice little free tip out there. But uh, UTSA want to give them some love. I know Jonas uh, covers UTSA for Project Spurs, so. The question I have for you, Jonas, before we leave college with UTSA, like I said, I'm a big trailer fan. Um, you know, I think what he's done from day one is definitely you can see the difference. Um, I think the the city and the people that follow UTSA is excited. And I don't know, and like this is the thing, I mean, especially if Lance ends up being right and they and they win outright against Illinois. I don't know how much this team is gonna be able to stand on the radar in conference USA. As they get going, I think they are going to emerge one of those teams. But the question I have for you since you cover this team, what do you think is the storyline going in for UTSA from a player and a skill point? Like what's what's their strong point side of do you think? Is it on the offensive side of the ball, the defense, the quarterback position? What do you think? Well, I think that it all starts with Sincere McCormick in the backfield. Hello. I mean, run three MC um is it, he, he's the local star mm-hmm. um, and he he was leading the nation and rushing all the way up till I think uh, game seven last year. And that's only because he, he was absent uh, missing time for the birth of his daughter and came back and continued to just roll. So he's the he's he's who the offense. You got a mission he playing for, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Frank Harris, great on quarterback at quarterback, finally healthy. 
Um, the, t- the roster is deep at quarterback as well. So it, it, last year they played four quarterbacks throughout the year, um, dealt with some injuries early on. The defense is great too, again, led by local kid Rashad Wisdom. And so that's really the point here as you get ready for this game against Tennessee is it's trade that as you were kind Illinois, of going to Illinois. Illinois. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking about my Falcons who have Tennessee and I oh, uh, on brand today. Uh, anyway, yeah, so a, as you get ready for, for Illinois, mm-hmm. if you, if, if they pull this off, I mean, they already made noise last year going from ranked second to last in the polls to nearly playing for a conference championship and playing Louisiana Lafayette in a bowl game last December. Hmm. Trailers lost by seven. They lost by seven. Right. Trailers not flying under any radar right now. These kids aren't flying any under any radar. And what's great, what's really big about this too, is we're talking about all this talent leaving the state of Texas, going to Ohio, going to uh, Alabama, going elsewhere. He's doing it with local kids and he's really bringing down his whole mission is representing the two one Oh, playing on the talent that's here and elevating the program from within. And that's what's being done right now. Real quick. What do do you got, Sam? Yeah. I mean, on, on the back of what Jonas just said, what's specifically talking about the talent staying in Texas, UTSA's last two uh, recruiting classes have been all Texas kids. Nice. hundred percent. And then also Cal, what you were saying earlier, like the local kind of uh, buildup behind Mm -hmm. the team, it was a full-on display last night for the coaches show we had here on the station after nice. uh, it was comparing just that to last year where you could hear you know a smattering of people in the crowd it was yeah. a packed house nice. in that thing last night and they were loud and vocal and literally responding to every word trailer would say if it was motivational they would cheer you know if it like it was there's definitely energy building uh, behind that program. And hard, you're a big. You said it this week. You're a big trailer guy. You 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 love uh, yep. Coach Trailer. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I mean, he he's 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 what Texas is all about. The state mm-hmm. of Texas. He's that he he found his clothes. He went and bought his tie when he got to San Antonio. He went across the street because he didn't have the right <laughs> color tie. So he went across the street when he got there, and then. He also was talking about he went and had salsa in his room when mm. he first got there and didn't have didn't have anything else. So he was just taking it straight out of the bottle, just getting after Trying it. Trying to get man. adapted so, to the – Yeah, so he's one of those real dudes that really gets after it. So I, I'm, I'm proud of what he's done. He's a former U coach at UT. He was mm-hmm. special teams coach at UT. So I got a chance to know Trailer quite well and been on podcasts with me and everything. So he's a good dude, man. Yeah, and to close the door on Trailer, he comes from the Texas high school football side of things, college side of things. He gets it. And already last year in media sessions, the questions were starting to come up about the recruit him getting recruited elsewhere. Oh, those are going to come. The questions were happening towards the end of the year. And his brain, he, he's committed here right now. Obviously, you say things. Right. But right, he's right, making man. noise, yeah. and it's hotter than yeah. fish, fish grease, as he would hmm. say. 736 976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. 
So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here with the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hart, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands, spin the one and twos. This next segment is going to be sponsored by our First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 20 years. They offer all name brand and rackets and apparel, and they offer same-day professional racket restraining. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so um, – Real quick before we get to the uh, divisions here and a couple other NFL things I want to uh, throw out there. Let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mikey on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's college football. I'm glad uh, you guys did a good show today. Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching uh, these games this weekend, especially the Georgia South, I mean, uh, Clemson game and the Alabama-Miami game. I want to say this about Miami right quick. You know, I'm getting tired. You know, tired of seeing this guy Michael Irvin, and uh, you know, on <laughs> NFL Net, always talking, always talking about the Miami Hurricanes. The Miami Hurricanes are done. They're through. But this is not 1980 no more, Michael Irvin. The the Hurricanes are not going to beat Alabama, and the Cowboys are not going to win the Super Bowl, Michael Irvin. So you can just keep your mouth closed. It's all over for the Cowboys and the Miami Hurricanes. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. Tell us how you really feel. I got you, man. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, Irvin's passionate about his University of Miami. I mean, they've come. They've, He's passionate about everything. Yeah, exactly. Everything. <laughs> exactly. That's about how he sounds, man. No, man. But I, I mean, the U, they're they're not back either. I mean, they've they've made some strides. They're better. And when the U's back, it, college football's better. I mean, they've got a rich tradition alum as well too. But I mean, you know, Alabama rolls through the night and be like, damn, man, we beat Miami. Not like that, man. I mean, not right now. You got to get to that. Like I said, it's a, it's a three or four dog race right now in college, and and and, and them, them them guys are waiting for company. Whether it takes it, like I said, because there's a reason why everybody's getting together to try to make a we of the world record to go against the the SC the team up against the SC and get some parity back. But we've got all time to get to that, man. We'll we'll go ahead. I got all season to troll Mike about his UT or whatever. Like, hey, man, let me tell you something, man. Sark come out there this weekend. Okay, because this is because this is gonna go this hey, this, this is only gonna go one way to me. I think either Texas is gonna surprise some people and really win this game convincingly, or they're gonna end up basically losing maybe a close nail one. I don't think this is this is one of those. If Texas wins, I think they do cover that eight and a half, in my opinion. I mean, and that's no disrespect to Louisiana or whatever like that, but they might make it interesting. But we'll see how it goes. But we will know about that run defense from Texas early, I believe. We'll be able to critique that when we get back Tuesday. Okay, the divisions. Now, well, before just I so get, you know, before, yeah, you you get, before you think about that, uh, I, we, I was at the presser today, uh-huh. and they're missing – they're going to be missing their – they probably will be missing their left tackle okay. for Louisiana oh, um, okay. on the offensive line. Okay. So – and he's a big guy, 6'4", 296, and he might not play because he's got some back issues. So if Texas lives in the backfield for the game, we'll know maybe that might be, you know, the Something cause of that a little bit. It. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice yeah. little insight there. Uh, before we get to the divisions, we're going to do NFC and NFC West. I had a question yesterday that I didn't get a chance to get to, but I want to put this out there. Um, and I would wait, but I know I'll forget. Um, if you look at the 
and I want everybody's opinion on this. If you look at the quarterbacks, because I think this is a decent story to where this is shaping up. If you look at the quarterbacks that are going to start week one in the AFC East, okay, it's Tua, it's Zach Wilson, it is Josh Allen, and uh, who else? And and Mac Jones. Okay, now let's take. You know, let's take Josh Allen out of this question because he's already got an MVP gone. But if we look at these three rookies that are starting today, because honestly, man, that's that could end up being the quarterback division of the NFL here in the next few years, where where it's the it's the it's a hell of a quarterback play that could come out. I'm not saying for sure, but if we take him out of the equation and we just talk about Tua, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones, the question I have, and I'll let you go first, Arch, who is going to when it's all said and done, who's going to be end up being the best and have the best NFL? Stats. I won't say career because people are like, well, if you win, depends how you go. Max and a good, but just who's going to be from the naked eye test? Who do you think is going to end up being considered the best out of those three? That started I really week believe, one. I really do believe it's going to be Zach Wilson, and I hate saying that. I hate it, but he he has something about him. He got that stink eye, and he's got, he's very arrogant. If very, matter of fact, and I know I hate comparing people to other people, but he's got that chip on his shoulder because people. We're talking about him, and he 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 doesn't like other people. Right, he's I know like what you're Aaron trying to Rogers. say. He's like Aaron Rodgers, and I don't want to compare him to Aaron Rodgers because mm. there's a lot of things that he has to do to even be on that pedestal. But that's something about that little rich, blonde head, blue eyed little kid with the head. They want to show you I'm tough. Yeah. That's right, right. I got you. I smack you. Okay, Jonas. When it's all said and done, or this season. I want no, to be sure. the career, the, the career, careers. like the career. Yeah. Mac Jones, it's going to be a longevity thing. And I, I don't, I think that you could have the flash in the pan coming from, coming from BYU that, that Wilson is, I don't know that Tua is ever going to, the inconsistencies going down in Miami already. I don't know that he gets the opportunity for longevity. Mac Jones, we just saw a guy spend 20 years in, in New England. I think that you could see another one for there for 20 years. So you and say it'll be Ma- him. Mac Jones. Mr. Sams? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Harge is right with out of those three, which one has the most upside just in, in sheer ability. I, I think it's Wilson. But I also, if we're talking longevity of a career, if Wilson spends too much of his time with the Jets, <laughs> we might not see that potential be fulfilled. And that might be where you see Mac Jones have the better career just because he's in the more stable environment yeah and I think my question with this I agree with hard I was going to go with Zach on this because I didn't I wasn't going to really judge this by Super Bowls because Mac Jones is in fell in the best situation out of all of them I think the only other one close to this draft is Trey Lance that I mean that's it yeah Mac I think I think Bill's going to win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones eventually I, I think so if he stays healthy but I, I just wanted to ask, ask that out because I like stability yeah. of Sala man the coach in yes in New York I think yeah. he's solid coach and He's going to put them in a good position. People will want to go to New York and play for him because he's that dude. I, I agree. All right, man. So let's look at the NFC West here real quick. Uh, we got our last two NFC conferences to go, and we'll start with the West. And um, like I tell you, I'm going to start with what I feel from top to bottom. And uh, I'm going to kind of go a little Jonas on this and his side. Like, well, you know, it's a time. It comes a time where something has to change. Law averages. It, it pained me. I didn't know. And, and let me tell you something. They've got the third best odds to win it at a plus two. 
I think they're plus 275, and that's the Seattle Seahawks, but I've got them finishing last in this division, okay? And that's crazy. I know you gave me the stink eye, but look, I just think the offensive line situation, the offseason they had with Russell Wilson, do I did I ask to get traded? Did I not? Um, you know, they didn't really do that much in the offseason free agency-wise. I, I it, it pains me. I could be totally off by that. Somebody's got to finish last, and that could be a tough division. <laughs> Just you know, when people say last, you think I'm thinking they're gonna win four games. That's not what I'm saying. Right, but right, right. I know I'm gonna go with Seahawks. They're at a plus two seventy five to win the division. Third, I'm gonna go with Arizona. They're at a plus four seventy five to win the division. I got them finishing third. It's gonna be a tight division in general. And I've got the Rams, who has the second best odds to win the division. I've got them finishing second at plus 205. And I'm going to go with San Fran, which the desert has a plus 195, which is the favorites to win the NFC West. And I'm going with San Fran, if they stay healthy, to win that division. Because I do believe you're probably going to see maybe two quarterbacks. And I do believe also there's a chance Kyle Shanahan is really leading to it. He said the other day, I ain't got to tell you who I'm going to start. But he laughed at it. Remember the context, what they said it. You know, it's not clickbait. He laughed. I think he's 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 leaning to really want to throw this kid out there week one at some point. But I'm going with the 49ers uh, to win, and I think Lance is going to be the guy that eventually takes over and gets it done. Harge, what do you like in that division? I like L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, and Arizona. The reason why I put it in that order is because I still don't believe in Cliff just yet. I, I still believe that Cliff's got to figure some things out. Okay. So and I and I believe in Matthew Stafford playing with quality players and being able to go out yeah. there. Because he can throw the football around, and that defense is deadly. I was going so with either I'm one of those Rams. Yeah. So you do. You, let me clarify. You got Arizona pulling up the rear, finishing last yep, in that. Yep, okay. Yep. yep. And, and then again, you, like you said, it ain't that they're not going to win right, games. Right. It's just that division is tough. Right. All right. When we get back, we'll get Jonas's prediction. We'll get Sam on that, and then we'll get to the NFC East, and we'll finish that yeah. out, and we'll get out of here for this week, man. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you view their website at hazelskyonline.com. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to every perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. And also they offer other variety of flavors and different mixes as well, such as margaritas, pina coladas, or you could just add your favorite alcohol. That's Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so you did tune in, just tune in. Don't forget, we're off tomorrow. We'll be back Tuesday, all right, after Labor Day weekend um, and get things ready, get ready for that big Thursday night kickoff between the Bucks and them boys. So real quick, in this last time, a couple other things, too. We didn't really get to a uh, chance to get to it around the diamond, but the other thing is that looked like uh, Houston Astros' Garrett Cole last night, fanning them down, sit your ass down, bam, out. Yeah. 15 Ks right down the middle, throwing mm. fastballs on the corner, just lighting it up. That's what I like to see from him. Okay, Cal, yeah. I'm gonna get into this right now. Okay, I'll let you know about this NFC East. Okay, yeah, up against yeah. it. So let me break this down for you. All right, go ahead. You can go for it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm started from the bottom. Now we here. I'm okay. going Giants because I don't believe in Danny Dimes. I'm going Philly because they still don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback. If they're going to trade or they're going to keep him. I'm going with Washington because Rob Fitzmagic is going to turn into tragic. And I'm going with the Cowboys because that's how I roll. 
Okay. Now, real quick before we get there, Jonas, give us your NFC West real quick. What was your NFC West? I'm going to go ahead and take the – yeah, it's rough to do it. But, yeah, Seahawks on the bottom, uh, Niners, and then L.A., and I think Kyler does it this year. All right, Sam, what was your NFC West? Ooh, man, we're all over the map on this mm-hmm. NFC West. Uh, at the bottom, give me Cardinals – uh, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks, Rams. Okay. All right. Okay, so piggybacking going after Harge here, who gave his NFC. I'm going to go. We're, we're pretty much just flip-flopping those last two. I'm going to go with the Eagles. They're rebuilding. They're at a plus 625 to win the division. That's a long shot. Giants are coming in third, plus 325 to win the division. Not too bad, but still a long shot. I got them third. To be honest with you, man, I was going to get cute. I was about to get cute because at the end of the day, but nobody wins this division two years in a row. I'm going to go at Washington in second plus 180. It's tight because the desert's giving them plus 180 and they're giving Dallas plus 160 win the division. And I've got Dallas winning the division. And every year that I've ever picked Dallas on this show to win the division, they never have done it. So just the ears, that's your oh, side thanks, kick. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. My love to the Dallas fans. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate anyway, you, uh, I'm you're learning a lot real fast. Yeah, about you, to are, do a you are. You are. Your 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 picks real quick. <laughs> NFC East, Jonas. Uh, turn and burn. We've got the Eagles, Washington, Giants, Dallas. Okay, Mr. Sams. Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles are far and away the worst team in yeah. this division. Put them at the bottom, then give me Giants, Washington, and Dallas. Yeah, I knew we were a lot, a few of us was going to be the same on this one. So on that one, yeah. So next week we'll get into the AFC side of things. As I said, we lead up to that kickoff next Thursday. Uh, we're going to have a lot of stuff to recap on Tuesday when we get back. You know, everybody needs to be safe. Anybody on that clickbait Netflix yet? Man, that's crazy you asked that. Uh, Mike told me to get started on it. Yeah, he's, I heard he's through the cr- deep into it. Yeah, 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 they got me another one. Try to squeeze it in there before we get in this Thursday action. Everything almost done, but yeah, as well, too. Also, on a side note, too, man, Discovery Channel, like I know we're coming up on 9-11. They've got a six-piece documentary of One Day in America. That's that's powering. That's you know talking to the survivors. I mean, if you, I mean, I know it's twenty years, but that'll let you know that we that won't let you forget. You watch that, so I heard you check that out over the Labor Day weekend if you get a chance. But that is a wrap for the day and for the week. Special thanks to producer of the show Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Harge, aka Hardball Harge. Thanks to Mr. Sands spinning the one and twos. San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People up at Tyler. People up the Shaw City. People down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for you to snooze button before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all next week. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find, my order? Order? find my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more.